0: Early this week, the Catholic world was given the unequivocally good news that Francis had told the U.S. bishops that after he met with Pastor Jimmy Martin of the Jesuit Church, good old Pastor Jimmy went around talking about that meeting as if Francis had endorsed Jimmy's weird positions on morality. And that as a consequence, Francis felt used by the strange Jesuit minister. It sounded to a lot of people like Francis was publicly chastising Martin which is more than what most American bishops have ever been willing to do. There was much rejoicing to be had, with some Catholics lighting fireworks, breaking out the king cake early, and there were even reports of dancing in the streets in St. Mary's, Kansas. Mournful processions were even sighted in San Francisco and Berlin. All seemed right in the world once again, until the story changed, as it always does. So let's get into the story, because it's a good example of this age of misinformation and diabolic disorientation that we all suffer through. Our story begins Thursday, February 20th, when American bishops reported that their ad limina visits with the Pope had gone on as usual. The ad limina visits are where every bishop in the world meets one-on-one with the Pope and in groups as part of their uh, bishops' conference meetings. They go on pretty much constantly, as you might expect, given the number of bishops in the world at the moment. In this case, an American bishop reported that Francis expressed to him disappointment in how Pastor Jimmy Martin characterized his relationship with Francis and his meetings with him, saying he felt used by the Jesuit minister. The original Catholic news agency reporting on this story is worth visiting in brief. The following is the essential part of that story, which begins with a description of Martin's ministry that you're already familiar with, then turns to Francis's opinion of the Jesuit. Quote, the Holy Father's disposition was very clear. He was most displeased about the whole subject of Father Martin, and how their encounter had been used. He was very expressive, both his words and his face. His anger was very clear. He felt he'd been used, one bishop told CNA. Martin met with Pope Francis shortly after a September 19 column by Archbishop Charles Chaput criticized a pattern of ambiguity in Martin's work, which Chaput said tends to undermine his stated aims, alienated people from the very support they need for authentic human flourishing. I find it necessary to emphasize that Father Martin does not speak with authority on behalf of the Church and to caution the faithful about some of his claims, Chaput added. The meeting between Martin and the Pope was taken by some as a response to Chapu's column. End quote. Okay, so there you have it, right? Even Francis has had enough of Pastor Jimmy Martin and expressed his disappointment to some American bishops. With that, the story should have been over, and the consequences being potentially that more American bishops would rebuke Martin and his weird, weird ministry. For many Catholics, that's all there was to the story and they rejoiced. The problem is is probably not true. Almost immediately, reports came in of various bishops challenging that story, until finally, days later, Archbishop Wester of Santa Fe released a statement to the National Catholic Reporter. Now, I want you to understand that this bishop sent the statement directly to a news source that has been told numerous times in the past by the U.S. bishops that it must stop calling itself Catholic because it preached heterodoxy. Think about that for a moment so you understand that in this one lonely case— The report from the National Catholic Reporter will probably be the most accurate take. Here is Archbishop Wester's statement to the reporter in full. It's not very long. Quote, I wish to address the article that appeared in CNA regarding the meeting of the bishops of Region 13 and Pope Francis on Monday, February 10, 2020. The article puts forward a series of statements supposedly made by Pope Francis regarding James Martin's meetings with the Holy Father on September 30, 2019. The bishop who reported these statements to CNA remained anonymous throughout the article. Our meeting with the Pope lasted almost two hours and 45 minutes, so it is difficult for anyone to remember with precision anything that was said. However, the general tone of Pope's responses to issues raised with him was never angry, nor do I remember the Pope saying or implying that he was unhappy with Father Martin or his ministry. It is not my place to speak for the Pope in these matters. I am simply saying that my distinct recollection is that during our meeting, the Pope never spoke of Father Martin or his ministry in a negative way. In looking at specific comments in the article, I would make the following observations. 1. The first paragraph states that Pope Francis talked about, quote, his 2019 meeting with James, Father James Martin, S.J., end quote. Yes, he did, but he did not bring it up. Several bishops did. Furthermore, that September 30th, 2019 meeting was only mentioned in passing and was not the main point of the questions. Rather, it was Father Martin's talk to the university presidents recently and his work in general with the acronym community that was brought up two. In the fourth paragraph, the article states that the Pope was most displeased with the subject of, quote, Father Martin and how their encounter had been used, end quote. My recollection is that it was not Father Martin the Pope was talking about, but the way others tried to use that encounter one way or the other. In my view, the, subtle, the language subtly yet incorrectly leads the reader to believe that Father Martin was the issue, while in fact it was how others used their meeting that was in play. Furthermore, I have no memory at all of the Pope being angry, upset, or annoyed. He spoke gently and patiently throughout our meeting. 3. In paragraph 10, it is said that the Pope did not mean for Father Martin's meeting with him to convey any significance. I do not remember him saying that. 4. I believe that paragraph 11 falls into the error of paragraph 4 by suggesting that Father Martin is the issue when it is the interpretation of others that is involved. 5. Paragraph 12. Not at all true from my vantage point. The Pope never said Father Martin was given a talking to, nor did he say that he spoke to his superiors regarding him. I vaguely remember some mention of people in leadership trying to clarify any misunderstandings about his ministry. This may refer to an article he wrote in America about a year ago regarding his ministry. In it, as I recall, he detailed the ways in which his ministry was not contrary to church teaching, but in keeping with the church's mission and gospel mandate. Ordinarily, I would not be sanguine about offering these recollections of our wonderful meeting with Pope Francis. However, I believe that I have an obligation to offer my perspective on those matters contained in the CNA article about Father James Martin, S.J., since my understanding of the facts differs from what was reported anonymously. Signed, Archbishop John Wester of New Mexico. That makes it pretty clear that the initial report was wrong, not that you're surprised, I'm sure, given that a sudden turn against this weird program of Martin's would be a literal blessing from heaven. Almost immediately thereafter, CNA issued a story from the original bishop, apparently, at least it it looks like the original anonymous bishop might have been Archbishop Aquila of Denver, who said if you that if you understood Italian, then Francis' opinion of Martin was pretty clear, and reinforced the original story. That is, the story of Francis being upset with Martin that led to a talking-to from the Jesuits. Are we clear yet? No. (laughs) Don't worry. This is the typical mess of weaponized ambiguity that we should all be familiar with by now. Archbishop Aquila said that he could understand how some prelates got a different message from Francis than he did. So then what's the truth? Do we trust the archbishop who felt emboldened enough to submit a formal statement to a formally censured outfit, or do we trust the statement of the original archbishop? You can guess where I stand on this. Of course, buried in all the backlash and drama surrounding the original story was the emphasis of those ad limina visits for the American bishops. According to Archbishop Aquila of Denver, those meetings focused on, quote, the most important part of the meeting was, of course, our unity with Pope Francis, the vicar of Christ on earth, and that all of us present at the meeting were making an effort to receive the Pope in good faith, end quote. That all sounds more like the meeting was focused on the issue that some have pointed out, namely that reports from Rome are that Francis thinks the American bishops are overall too conservative in their approach to things, and that he wants them to more fully embrace his program. That got lost in the drama involving James Martin. Don't lose sight of that in the overall grand scheme of things. Let me know your thoughts on this in the comments, and please, keep praying for the church. Have a blessed Lent. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.